Hey guys, I'm Marissa, and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And I'm Hannah. I'm sarcastic and mean everything I say. And, and this, this is, is our, our podcast, podcast Sun Happens. Happens. Join us every Monday. We're two girls on one podcast with a mutual love for personal growth. Let us help make your week shine a little brighter. And remember, remember sun happens. When, when you can't, can't find, find it, create it. Create that shit. Skirt, skirt. I think that was pretty good. Oh, nice. Okay, well, welcome back, friends, to Sun Happens Podcast. What up? <laughs> this is Marissa, and this is Hannah drinking a beer. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Today, we have Morgan Westfall on the podcast. Say hello, Morgan. Hi. <laughs> and we're doing a um, a fall Enneagram series where we're going to go through every single type and kind of discuss um, the basics the basics of each type and kind of like how that relates to certain people in the world. Uh, so up until this point, we've already done type one, type two, and type three. And now we're doing the lovely type four, everyone's favorite type. <laughs> No, the fours are just like the most emotional, which is why we say that. But you need a four in your life. So Morgan, I'm going to have you give, if you're okay with this, a quick introduction of yourself, who you are, how you heard about the Enneagram. I don't know where you're from. Maybe a fun fact, whatever you want. Just tell the world about yourself. Uh, my name is Morgan Westfall and I'm from Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Go Huskers. And- <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> um- Oh, my sister is obsessed with Enneagram, so she made yes. me take it, and she literally wants to be an Enneagram coach. She's all about it. She thinks everyone needs to know what their type is. It's so essential to life, but I don't want to be a coach. Um, Does your sister want to be my coach? She, I think she would love to do that because you guys like the mess. And so, yeah. yeah, she probably would say the same thing, though, and wouldn't really have <laughs> to coach you on so good luck you're right you're so right um tell us a fun fact about yourself just one like random thing people might not know about you I'm tongue-tied so my tongue is super short and it's tied like at the freedom under my tongue you're hold on you're tongue-tied let me see I mean y'all can't see right now but I can see so that's as far as it goes uh-huh. ah! oh my gosh so yeah, were like, you able to breastfeed yeah you- but actually cut my tongue like at birth because I couldn't even cry I guess and then it kind of like grew back a little bit but I was having troubles breastfeeding and that's how my mom figured it out I guess wow yeah <laughs> welcome you guys this is Morgan Westfall your type Adam four and she's tongue-tied <laughs> yeah. I'm unique as a type four so you're special, special. we yeah. think we're special y'all know you're special yeah. for sure all right so you know what time it is Hannah Icebreaker! Icebreaker! I may have to put my dog in her kennel because she is on crack. She is on crack right now. Tell her, Spitz! Spitz! Not all the German people are like, no, that's not. She sat. But she did do it. I don't know if maybe she it's the tone sat. of your voice. <laughs> Spitz. They only teach her commands in German. Fun fact, you guys, Hannah teaches her dog commands in German. Yeah, so well, like she's a German of- shepherd. Which why also reminds me of Parks and Rec, by the way. Exactly. Is that why you did it, Hannah? No, I just did it because it's the correct way to do it. Can we turn this up? Oh, I just feel like she should be louder. <laughs> what childish things do you still do as an adult? Ooh. I feel like that's a good one. 
and maybe a good introduction to the Enneagram yeah. as to why you still do them. What childish things do you still do as an adult? Oh, this is my question, not your guys's. We'll, yeah. answer. <laughs> we'll answer it too, maybe. Yeah. I would say probably coloring. Like, I love coloring and sidewalk chalk. That's <laughs> so Which cute. Also goes with my Enneagram because I'm creative and I like making beautiful things. Yeah, you really do. You're, you're so artsy. So artsy. What about you? Childish thing I still do? I was yeah. thinking, like, something I'm, like, petty about. Um, <laughs> like, that's my childish <laughs> I'm so, I'm so technical. She still sneaks candy bars into her work when she's told she's not allowed to. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'll throw I'll throw tantrums like when I don't get my way, oh. just so that I'll get my way. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll manipulate the situation on based on my feelings. Yeah. So you are petty. Yo, yeah. Yeah. I would have to say like when I was younger, I used to um, turn on Britney Spears in my room and do like performances and like choreograph whole dances. And you still do. Not to Britney Spears, but like Panic at the Disco, High Hopes, or This Is Me by um, the, what's the movie? The Greatest Showman. Oh my gosh. I'll so like, good. yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll jam to those all day, like full on dances. It's totally fine. Okay. So we're going to do like a... Brief introduction of what the type four is. Can you pull up the uh, description oh, yeah, and stuff sure. on your phone? Because we'll kind of read through it. Once we go through the brief introduction, blah, 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 then we'll start asking you all of the questions, Morg. Type four is the individualist. And it says here that they are sensitive, introspective, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. <laughs> She's so temperamental. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> In brief. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They are emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious, withholding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective. They can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. At their best, inspired and highly creative, they are able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. What was the basic fear and the, the basic desire? Basic fear is that they have no identity or personal significance. Basic desire is to find themselves and their significance. Basically, to create an identity. Mm, that's so good. Okay, are you ready for all your questions? <laughs> As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, so the first one we talked about a little bit, but you can go into more detail. Um, how did you first hear about the Enneagram? And then more specifically, what's your opinion on the Enneagram? Um, like I was saying before we started recording, I think everyone should take it because I think it's so just like eye-opening to people around you and like your relationships and um, – my sister is just like utterly obsessed with them. So one day um, we had a bunch of extended family over and we just like made everyone sit and take the Enneagram test. And it was just like silent because like 20 people were taking it. And um, That is such a like, I want to throw a party just to have yeah, everyone. Take an Enneagram party? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you? you won't take it on your own time. So we need yeah. to. Figure it out. So and we were like secretly typing them before which I know you shouldn't do but um I do it all the time I'm like I think you're type six then they take it and it's like type six yes yeah yeah so um I just think there's so much fun to like discovering yourself and trying to like better yourself once you know um your like weaknesses and 
just all the stuff, all the things Enneagram. Yeah. And it makes you like so self-aware. Like I feel like there are things that I did in the past that like was just like, oh, that's just me being me. And now I'm like, I'm really unhealthy right now. This is bad. Like this is not a good thing. Like that's not just Marissa. That's toxic Marissa probably. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fine. Okay, so the basic fear and the basic motivation. Read it one more time, Hannah. Basic fear that they have no identity or personal significance. Basic desire to find themselves and their significance to create an identity. Okay, would you say you agree with the basic fear and the basic desire? Disagree? What are your thoughts? Tell us. I would agree. And I feel like it's like not the like first thing I think of when I think of a type four. But um, I would definitely agree because I've always kind of like searched for identity and like things that I've done or like um, like volleyball, for instance, I played volleyball forever. And then when I didn't have volleyball, I felt like I didn't have an identity or like just um, never really knowing like who I am or I don't know. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. And I feel like you've you've always asked those questions. Like, even when we were playing volleyball, it's like, what is God? Is there a higher power? Who am I? What does this mean? You know what I mean? Like, you've always been that person to kind of be searching for more in and of yourself, too. Yeah, for sure. Does that make sense? I definitely feel like it's something that I strongly um, just feel a lot. Like, yeah. Which also goes with my in-depth, I like deep conversation and connection yes so that's why I also ask those questions because I want to feel the connection of who I am or yeah my relations with people and things around me yeah that's so good um what about the description do you feel like it was spot on and if so can you elaborate a little bit about it yeah just like the basic stuff about a type four that you're like hey that's definitely me I feel like I'm the fouriest four of all the fours. <laughs> this, this, let's end the podcast right there. We're, this episode is over. She's the fourest four of all the fours. <laughs> We're done. We're done recording. I know that like fours don't think that anyone else is a four, but I just feel like there's no stronger four than me because <laughs> I identify so strongly with all these words and all these like things like, I am super sensitive. I feel all the things of how other people say things to other people. Like, I feel like I take on the emotions of, like, how they should have, like, been feeling in that response. Or, like, I'm just super sensitive to my own feelings and to others. I'm super introspective. I feel like I'm always kind of in my own world and, like, just, like, I don't know, analyzing, like, my own actions or thoughts and, like, just doing my own thing. I'm completely dramatic, but like, I feel like (laughs) she really is. It's the best. It's the best. And, um, (laughs) like I also throw tantrums, Hannah, like I'm (laughs) like a four-year-old sometimes because I just, um, oh, I'm super temperamental. I just, um, everything's my feelings. My entire world is feelings. So I just, I just, uh, kind of throw fits (laughs) you have good feelings too though like it's not just bad like there have been days she's definitely called me crying and in tears like multiple multiple times but at the same time she has also called me and be like red 
I just want you to know today that I love you so much and you're one of my greatest friends. And it's just like, wow, this is really nice. So like you just you just have to be accepting of both extremes because both yeah. are, just, you know, really great. With me, sometimes you get more of the like negative extreme, but like sometimes the positive comes out. So yeah, a lot of the time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You only see it because you're a seven, so that's all you want to look for. <laughs> it's true. This is true. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. So anyways, back to yourself, how you relate to fours. Do you have more you want to add? Um, mostly just feelings. I just, um, gosh, I just feel so much. And, like, also, um, I don't know if y'all have ever looked at, like, your seven deadly sins or, like, it's actually nine. But um, they're... I like my deadly sin is jealousy and that is unbelievably true like really yeah like jealousy even through um um like the past and the future and like just I don't know it's so crazy wow yeah mine's gluttony who who are you talking to too much of um um I'm sitting outside our house so somebody just walked up and they were getting peaches because my mom sells peaches. <laughs> Love that. Love peaches. What type is your mom? Two. And it makes so much sense now. Wow. Yep. Yeah. She would be. If you sell peaches, you have to be a two. <laughs> literally has nothing left to give herself. And it's so frustrating sometimes because I'm self-absorbed. So I just deserve it. I'm self-absorbed. Seven <laughs> is the narcissist of the Enneagram. Like we did. So we did a type two interview with um, you met James at the wedding. My yeah, yeah. he's a type two. And he was like, you know, I just wake up every morning and I think, how can I enhance everybody's lives? And I was like, I've never had that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Literally never. We're so selfish. Like (laughs) go to anything. My mom literally is like, oh, I can make cotton candy for you. Oh, I can figure out this and that. I'm like, "Mm -mm. you need to figure out your own life. Thanks. Yeah. Leave me alone. Clean your house. Not mine. Do your own dishes. Not mine. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Love her. Thanks. Although I would let but someone no, okay. clean my house. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So next question. Um, we touched on this a little bit. Um, but a big thing about the type four is that they want to find themselves. Um, so would you agree with that? And how have you seen that play out in your life? Like trying to find yourself and who you are and I guess in, in the bigger scheme of things, I don't know. Yeah. So I definitely agree with it. I feel like, um, one of like the most critical years and probably even before I knew I was a four, like it makes me realize like going to the past, like how much I actually was a four. And it was like the first year I wasn't playing volleyball. I had like dropped out of school and I went to cosmetology school and I was living by myself in Colorado. And I just feel like that was like my one year to like really figure out who I was. Like I didn't have anyone living close to me. I was just like all by myself. Like pretty much making a new identity for myself without like playing a sport or having my mom like tell me what I'm going to do or yeah and so um I feel like that has probably been one of the biggest ones and then I mean of course with every chapter of your life you kind of like figure out more and more like new identity and um I don't know just like knowing my style more and like finding my identity because I love like fashion and like knowing what I kind of want to do more, like actually do and not just like make something up because you're 18 and you have to be a big kid now. Like, what do you want to <laughs> do? Like, um, one of the things that I figured out through wedding planning, which my wedding's next week. So I'm like 
whatever. But um, <laughs> I'll be there. I figured out that I want to like create like setups for people and like stage so like good. weddings or like rent stuff to people so that they don't have to go out and pay as much money as I did for a wedding. And then um, I don't know, just like create beautiful things for other people and spend their own money. That's not so playing. good. So, That's so yeah. good. Yeah, so I feel like just finding my identity through, like, different stages of life or, like, different um, experiences has been, like, kind of hard. But I think I'm still always searching for it at the same time, so. Yeah. I think it's cool that you can, like, pinpoint a time in your life, though, where you're like, this is where I started to find myself. Because me, I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm always looking 10 years down the road. Like, I've. Of course. <laughs> right. But it's just, that's what makes it so cool, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. Like, we just have all, I don't know, we're so unique. <laughs> but, <laughs> so but you're the most unique. You're the most. Mm, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So I guess this is the what do you love about being a four and what do you hate about being a four? Like, what are your likes and dislikes? Um, I love, like, connecting with people. I love finding people that I'm just, like, so in tune with, like, make these deep, deep connections. Like, yes. like, across the country, we're still best friends, even though we don't talk every day, like. I would still consider you and my college roommate, like, my best, best friend. And, yeah, um, like, I don't click with everyone. So, like, my circle is super small, and it's just, like, I don't know. I love just knowing that I have, like, people that I can depend on, and I'm not just, like, friends with everyone, which is also, like, something that I hate because I can't just go out and, like, make friends, and it's, like, sometimes hard. But I love knowing that, like, my deep friendships are so real. And yeah, that's another thing about a four is, like, we love realness and authenticity. And so um, I love, like, most of the time feeling as much as I do. But also sometimes it gets so exhausting. And so yes, that I'm overdramatic sometimes because some, some situations are just, like, so not ideal for that. Like, yeah. just super... Um, yeah, it just sucks because I'm always I always have something to overreact about and you can just be like level headed right now and I'm like, no, I have to feel everything. I feel everything. I have to yell. I yeah, have to yell. I'm gonna go in the back and cry really quick, even though they said two words to me in a tone that I didn't like. So <laughs> oh my gosh I'm just gonna go cry in the back really quick I'll be fine really but I just need to I just need to overreact for one second yeah Hannah feels nothing no well pretty much nothing. I feel what I, I allow myself to feel yeah That'd be nice like <laughs> like, like Hannah's there yeah, like fours feel everything. Sevens only feel positivity. Fives will run away from every emotion. Like they're like, nope, I'll read a book, I'll escape it. Like, but I am not feeling that <laughs> at all. Yeah. Literally at all. Um, okay, let's see. How about hmm, how does it impact your relationship? Like, how does it make you act in relationships and in love? Um this is something that I kind of like self-identified after I found that I was a four, but like I definitely will throw tantrums and my fiance will be like, dude, you're completely overreacting. But it's like, because I'm testing like his depth of love for me and his commitment, which is so like annoying. Like, 
You don't need to tell really love me. Yeah. 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 I love you. I'm here. Yeah. Are you still going to be around if I'm this crazy? Or, like, what about this crazy? Like, how yeah. many levels can I take it? So, yeah. um, I feel like that is what's <laughs> there. And, like, I don't know, even... Like, I called my sister the other day, and she's just like, okay, you just have to breathe. Like, it'll be okay. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I just, I can't. (laughs) I feel, I say that all the time, too. I just feel like, um, emotionally, like, and like I said before, just super deep, like, relationships and conversations and connections. And, yeah. Just mental. Just a brat. Just love me. You just want to be loved. At least yeah. you know it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does. She's, she's a lot of soul searching. Sorry, not sorry, though. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. So, um, let's see. It's not my fault. Ooh, this is a good one. I'm a four. It's not my fault. What do you wish people understood about your number, about being a four? Like, what, what do you... Okay, so two-part question. What do you wish they understood about your number, and what are some common misconceptions or stereotypes? Um, I'm not really sure because I don't know a lot of people who, like, know about Enneagram, let alone that are fours, which I wish I knew more fours, but I know that I would, like, disagree that they were fours at the same time, so. <laughs> Cat ball is a four. I, I don't – I, like, I don't she's, so. she's a hardcore <laughs> four, bro. <laughs> hardcore one person told me they're a four and i'm like i don't think you are but that's okay like you can (laughs) you're like i'm the only one who can throw tantrums you're definitely not a four but try again (laughs) you didn't take it on a crazy day like yeah but um i don't know about misconceptions as much but like i definitely wish that they would like know that we just internalize every feeling and like i don't know sometimes just to be like more gentle because Mm. That's good. Um, I posted this meme the other day and it was like, do you ever like wake up and you just feel like super sad and you don't know why you're sad, but you're just sad. And then like the husband was like, no, I've never felt like that. And I feel like sometimes I don't know why I feel the things that I do, but I just do. And like my favorite movie is like Breakfast at Tiffany's and P.S. I love you. And I just, sometimes I just need to like sit and wallow in feelings that I don't understand. It's just like, <laughs> come hug me or something. Like, just yeah, be gentle with me. Yeah. Love me. A little bit of grace some days because I don't know what I'm feeling either. Yeah. You're confused it's a lot. Because I'm also confused. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I feel a lot. I don't know what every feeling is. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Ooh. I remember calling you one day, actually, and you were like, okay, you don't have to act on all your feelings. Like, you don't have to act on every feeling that you have. And I'm like, no, but I do. I, I said that. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but I actually do. I feel- Yeah. I was definitely It probably you. was me. Yeah. It was an existential crisis. Like, <laughs> You're like, I overcooked my pasta noodles. What do I do? <laughs> oh my gosh that's so good okay so gentleness just just understand that you also don't know what you're feeling yeah and like also if I withdraw like it's probably it's definitely not personal personal but sometimes I just need it to like recharge or like just I don't know even how to explain it I just need time to myself sometimes and that's something that like my fiance as like a personal level is trying to figure out too like 
when do you need like space and like when do I need to go do stuff by myself like go to a Super Bowl party by myself or like sometimes I can't grasp like going and being around all these other like emotions and feeling other people so just give me space sometimes but also don't stop loving me please yeah give me the space but love me while you're away like sit on the other end of the couch but still look at me loving leave me alone yeah yeah (laughs) oh the fours gotta love a four everyone needs a four in their life and I'm gonna tell you why before we go on to the next um on to the next question. Everybody needs a four. a four. No. You, okay. F- Hannah doesn't like fours because she doesn't like to feel. Okay. But here's why you need a four in your life, Hannah. And here's why I need a four. Okay. Fours me. make you feel safe to feel whatever it is you feel because fours are so comfortable with everything that they feel. Like I, like I can go to Morgan with anything that I want to. Like I could be like, Morgan, I found a cat and I strangled it and I threw it in the canal. Oh and and I and she would be like, Okay, let's talk about that. Like let's process we this. Can like figure it out together. Yeah, like she'll cry with me probably, you know, it's fine, but like if if you hadn't called me, right, and you hadn't been a four and you hadn't cried to me or been happy with me over the, the years, then I wouldn't feel that that safeness of okay like I'm allowed to feel sad like I don't just have to be happy all the time and like she's one of those people that I can call and be like hey I'm not okay and you could unstable until you need stability for your emotions right right and you're like hey I do this every day have a seat I'll be your therapist hold the chair we're here to talk <laughs> so that's why everyone needs a four in their life seriously okay so I'll next question your feelings for you Hannah don't worry yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Hannah doesn't say much but she she will say when she hates something oh for sure yeah I'm a, I'm comfortable expressing that emotion. Yeah, hate, hate, because everyone is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate you all. It's fine. Um, okay, so type four. Um, I like to discuss like the childhood wound of the different types because they say every type has a different childhood wound, and that kind of helped to kind of create this the person that they are and why they've built certain walls up, which has kind of created the the types in a sense, even though you're technically kind of born your type. But anyways, they say everyone has a childhood wound from a nurturing person. So it says type fours felt abandoned by one or both of their caretakers. And you don't have to relate or you might relate in a way that's different than how it's expressed here. Um, So these, these children felt abandoned by one or, or both of their caretakers. They felt alone, cut off from the source of love for reasons that they couldn't understand. They were not seen or mirrored and felt different from their parents. As a result, they turned inward to their feelings and imagination to cope in isolation. Did you feel that this was a message you received as a child? And if so, in what sense? And if not, why? Um, so I was deeply loved as a child. Well, like, I feel like physical emotion was not really something that was shown in our family. And growing up now, I feel like physical, like I learned my love languages and it's like one of my top, like tied, um, important mm. of like my love language. And so I feel like maybe that was the misunderstanding of like not mirroring my, um, like love language so maybe the abandonment in a sense of like not getting to feel like what I needed to feel and also um 
throughout like my childhood, we had one person in our family like completely go super sick and like have to be in the hospital for weeks. And so I think that was maybe part of it too, like not always having my parents there. Like my sister got E. coli when she was in third grade. So like um, they were gone for like four weeks at the hospital, like three hours away. And we had like people, aunts and uncles staying with us or like my other sister had a tumor in her leg and then she went to Denver for treatment. And then my dad got chemo when I was like in sixth grade or um, got cancer, leukemia. And so it was just like one thing after another. And I feel like Mm. stuff like was always tearing us apart because the treatment was like so far away and stuff. And so, um, that could maybe have to do with abandonment. Like I never felt directly abandoned, but yeah, um, just little stuff like that. I'm sure has to do with some bits and pieces of it. Um, and I feel like you've always felt different too. I mean, that's like a key thing about a four, anyways. But you've always like, like I'm sure saying like I never can fully like quite put my finger on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I get that. Like some of the childhood wounds, it's like you really do have to like dig deep like mm-hmm. I think a sevens is like at some point we didn't feel love from a nurturer or something and like I get because on a level like my dad my dad's a type five by the way but he's probably like a healthy type five but anyway so like we didn't express emotions either or anything like that so it's kind of I just feel like it's just so situational for sure you know? my sister who's a yeah. seven agrees that my dad getting cancer, like she kind of blocks it out. And she thinks that was her like super transitional, like childhood scarring because it was like, she just blocked it out. She didn't want to think about it. She didn't want to feel it. But that was like, what kind of, yeah, really transitional. Or how she knew she was a seven, really. Yeah. Okay. So the last question before we wrap it up is just, is there anything else you want people to know about being a type four? Anything Um, you feel like we haven't covered or that people just may not know? Really? I just want to create beautiful things and. (laughs) That's such a. Oh my gosh, it is. I just want a magic wand that I could like make everything beautiful. And. I don't know. Not really. Just, yeah. Just Hannah, just, Hannah just showed me a meme and it was like, I have a new hobby, like a type four. And well, there's another type respondent was like, being sad is not a being hobby. Being sad is not a hobby. <laughs> You're like, yes, it is. I'm a pro at being sad. <laughs> I'm actually really good at it. So you don't know. You'd be surprised how easy it is to be paralyzed in bed and not be able to move for four days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> I love being sad. Yeah. I love it. I'm really good at it. And if there was an Olympic sport, I'd be a gold medalist. So, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I think we're going to, you know, wrap it up here, but seriously, everyone needs a four. Morgan's like my favorite person. I literally know she's like one of two fours that I have in my life. She doesn't even believe the other one is a four, which is a hardcore lie. Cause cat is like, I guessed cat was a four. You're right. I- but you, she didn't even take it and get a four. That's why I question it. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I swear. That's something else. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> you just want it to be that way so bad. Okay, fine. She's a four. <laughs> um, 
But all right, guys. So we're about to wrap it up. Morgan, why don't you say bye? Thank you. Bye. So, guys, if you like us or you like this episode, make sure you subscribe to us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Do we use Twitter? Occasionally. Instagram needs to be way better. (laughs) I'm working on it. We're working on it. Follow our personal pages, Marissa Baker and Hanny Deason, and um, screenshot our podcast and like post it to your Instagram story. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. And tag us. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so basically, that's all we have for you guys. Next week, we're going to be interviewing a type five, which is Hannah Deason. Hey. She's my co-host, and mm. she doesn't talk a lot. Mm. So this is probably the most you're ever going to hear from her. <laughs> and she's dancing right now. She's not even speaking. So there's that. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, we love you guys, and we will see you next week with our interview with Hannah Deason. Okay, 